Betts has it. Riley tags. And the Braves walk it off. That was a nice and necessary win for the Atlanta baseball team last night. That's how indeed taking care of business, walking off. The L.A. Dodgers salvaging a game in that three-game series. Up next, the Phillies. Phillies and Braves 720 tonight at Truist Park in Atlanta. Should also mention UGA softball this evening. Uh, the baseball team done for the season, but the softball team very much alive. The, the pot at the end of the rainbow is Oklahoma City. As the College World Series out there trying to get there. And to get there, need to win an NCAA Super Regional. That starts tonight. Best of three down in Tallahassee versus Florida State. 7 o'clock, I think, on that first pitch. Uh, stories on our website at WGAUradio.com. Speaking of UGA and University of Georgia Athletics, the Hargrit Library at UGA, an amazing resource here in town. And a big part of it, a big and growing part of it, is athletics history. And the athletics history specialist at that Hargrit Library, Jason Hasty in studio with us now, getting ready to embark on a statewide, we do mean statewide tour. Jason Hasty, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for having me in. What are we talking about here? Yeah, so this is a fun uh, summer program where I take uh, artifacts from the Athletic Association archives to public libraries around the state. Uh, these are artifacts that represent uh, well over 100 years of Georgia's athletics history and multiple sports. A lot of football, of course, because we all love football, especially these days. But You're going to have to build a new wing to accommodate <laughs> football here soon. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm kind of worried that uh, worry we might have to. And if certainly I hope that we do, because I hope that the success keeps going. What kind of artifacts people going to see here? Oh, gosh, a wide variety of things. Everything from uh, some, some old uh, Letterman sweaters, footballs. I have a football from the 1930 Georgia-Georgia Tech game that was actually used in that game. Uh, we have some things from uh, baseball. We have a College World Series jersey from 2001. We have things from softball, which you just mentioned. We have, of course, football. We uh, have a, a lot of things from football including some modern things. Uh, Coach Smart actually donated one of his sideline outfits just specifically for this tour so people can see up and up close and personal what Kirby wears on the sideline, including one of his famous visors, of course. <laughs> and we have some things from the uh, two recent national championships games. So we can see Stetson Bennett's uh, play call wristband that oh, he wow. wore against Alabama in the championship game. Uh, and, something just occurs yeah. to me. And Jason Hasty, the Hargrit Library at the University of Georgia, the athletic specialist there. Uh, to get this stuff, and you just told mm -hmm. us some of what this sure. stuff is, tell me if I'm wrong here. It seems to me you almost have to compete for it because there's so many other places it could go. It could go in the Butts Mayor building. It could go in the College Football Hall of Fame. It could be in somebody's house. I mean, all of these things are collectibles, and, and some of them worth money, maybe a lot of money in sure, some cases. Of course. So you're competing for some of this stuff. What's the, what's the acquisition process like? Yeah, that's an interesting question, and it is a competitive market for athletics materials. Well, of course, eBay and, and Facebook Marketplace, things like that, are always uh, hot markets for athletics collectibles, and we certainly see a lot of those go onto uh, the market. Uh, but with, we rely a lot on donations, uh, mm -hmm. people actually donating the materials they have in their families. Uh, maybe their grandfather played for UGA and uh, they want to make sure that his materials are preserved safely so other people can see them. Also, I work with the athletic department. The athletic department is fantastic in getting us new materials, 
uh, from our current teams. Of course, I mentioned Kerplick, Coach Smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he made sure that we had something from this. Uh, and, and so that's a re- lot of the way we get materials is from athletics. And, of course, donors reach out to them wanting to give materials so that they can be displayed in Butts Mayor. Uh, but Butts Mayor, of course, is, is we work so closely together mm-hmm. that they make sure those materials come over to the, to the library so that they can be preserved forever. Now, another part of this, too, Jason Hasty. all right, hey, look at this, uh, Babe Ruth signed this baseball. <laughs> you want it? And, and put it in your museum. Well, then you got to authenticate it. What's that process like? That's difficult, and, and de- uh, determining the provenance of something is difficult because we have well, to rely. It's not when Kirby Smart says, here's my visor. I wore yep. this in the SEC championship game. Sure. Okay, sure. That's but, easy. Yeah, that's, that's easy. easy but, yeah. but this was my grandfather's attic, and here's the glove he wore in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard. That's I difficult, guess. and it requires a lot of research. Looking at photographs from that era, uh, whatever era it's from, uh, looking at materials they had, the uniforms they wore, trying to match up the details of what's being given to what we know are historic photographs or other examples from that time period. So it does require a lot of work and a lot of research. And, And frankly, we have to rely on family history. We have to rely on knowing that people know their families, know the materials that they have. Part of this, it sounds like obviously a lot of work, but probably fun. I mean, this is what this is what you want to be doing, right? Oh yeah, it's it's every day is a pretty fun day. I get to spend my day working with Georgia sports history, and that's something that I've had many people volunteer to take my job from me. <laughs> trust me. Uh, now about the tour, it actually kicks off tomorrow over in Monroe. Step us through the tour. Sure, this is a really fun tour. Like I said, it starts like I said, it starts tomorrow in Monroe at the Monroe Walton Library Public Library. We'll be there from. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. First off, this is totally free to everyone. There's no charge to do this. We're bringing all these artifacts out uh, for everyone to enjoy. And we want everyone in the community to feel comfortable coming in. So we're obviously, this is, we're doing these in public libraries so that uh, people can come in and enjoy those. And really, this is for everyone. It's, it's not a stuffy tour. It's not a lecture. It's not a talk. We're not asking you to be there for a certain length of time. I want you to come in, see the materials. If you want to hang out and talk about the dogs, hey, we'd love to talk to talk about the dogs with you. If you want to look at things, hey, that's really cool. I've got to go on my way. Feel free to do that. So there's, there's nothing intimidating about this. There's no time commitment. Like I said, it's not a, a talk or a lecture. We just want everyone to come in, enjoy kind of a fun afternoon or a fun morning of looking at some cool Georgia stuff and, and give them be able to get on there with Again, their Again, tomorrow, 10 till 3 at the mm-hmm. Monroe Walton Library in Monroe. That's the first and probably for the folks in our listening audience, the most convenient of uh, the tour stops. After that, the 31st in Tucker, uh, just down the road in Eatonton on June 9th at the Library and History Museum there. July 14th at a library, the R.T. Jones Library in Canton. From there to Albany on the 19th of July. Interesting stop here, and I don't think coincidentally, Southwest Georgia Regional Library, the 20th of July, Bainbridge, Georgia, going down to Kirby Smart's hometown. Absolutely. And you know, you can't you can't make a stop in Georgia these days without <laughs> making a stop in Bainbridge to honor Coach Smart, for sure. And then wrapping it up, uh, again, not that far away, on the 28th of July, Young Harris at the Mountain Regional Library there. Information where folks want to learn more about this, you just sit direct into your Twitter feed. Sure, yeah, Twitter feed is great. We're at Hargert Library on Twitter, and that's H-A-R-G-R-E-T-T Library. 
or they can just Google us and my name's out there. If people have questions, they're more than welcome to email me. My email address is already readily available, so people can email me about that as well. I'm happy Jason to talk Hastie to anybody. At the Hargrit Library. Quick plug for that library, by the way. There, it turns out there's more than athletic stuff down there. That's an amazing resource <laughs> oh, yes. for Athens. Yeah, there's so much more than sports history there. Uh, sports history is kind of a, a, an easy way for people to get to know us, but we have everything from women's rights and uh, the history of the uh, suffrage movement to ecology to Georgia history, Civil War history. Mm. Did books dating back to before there were the pr- before the printing press was invented? Wow. So we have a little bit of something for everyone, or a lot of something mm. for everyone. The Harvard Library at UGA, Jason Hasty heading up the athletics research department down there. Best of luck with the tour. Thanks for dropping in this morning. Hey, thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.